All right, this is Chandra again um, with the Contemporary Horsemanship Company podcast, and today I wanted to talk about trail riding. So this wouldn't really be a specific um, issue discussion about trail riding. It's just kind of an overview, um, like just some thoughts and a few problems and kind of just general ideas about it. So overall, I think the most important part to know about trail riding is it's not natural for every horse. Um, Not all horses are supposed to just know how to do it. I think a lot of people think, um, oh, it's not a big deal. I'm just going to make him into a trail horse. But really, some of the best, quietest horses need to be trail horses. Um, And a lot of show horses or arena horses are ones that would just lose it on the trail. And that's because it's not we think of it as a low level activity because you just you know you probably just walk around and that's it like oh let's go walk walk around the field or the block or wherever but but really those horses that do trail riding need to be very quiet they need to listen to you and and they need to not be very spooky because there's a lot of stimulus that's going to happen to them out there the environment's always changing there's things that are out of your control that that the horse needs to deal with and it's not just oh he's going to be a trail horse and it's not like it's not a big deal it's a it it's something that should be um just as trained as a, a sport horse or maybe even more so just because of the changing environment um because you could be I don't it depends on what your ideas of trail riding would be um but if you because some people are going to go on to national parks and go and they're always constantly going or are you just going like a lap around your your pasture or like down the street and it's the same trail it depends on what your idea of trail riding is so um that's just something to think about in the beginning that really trail horses should have just as much or more training to become trail horses than a show horse and arena horse would be um, because of all those factors because we don't think of these things but you know the arena's not nearly always be the same and if your horse is spooking in the arena or out of control in the arena not a good idea to take him outside of the arena so um if he's grumpy in the arena and he kind of he's he'll do stuff for you but he's always kind of just eh, doesn't like it in there there's probably a reason lots of people feel like they need to do all their work in the arena and then they take them on the trail ride and just give them a loose rein and let them chill and do whatever so clearly that's a huge reward for your horse if if you only just work 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 in the arena and then don't in out on the trail so that's contributing factor to why your horse is cranky in the arena um this that can be for uh different reasons that can also manifest itself in the horse gets away with stuff um on the trail or he doesn't have there's no rules on the trail so it could become a source of comfort for the horse and they could just be like oh i'd much rather be here and then they're more cranky in the arena or it can become oh i just want to go on a nice relaxing trail ride and then the horse is left to his own devices he's looking around his attention's gone then he starts spooking and jumping and then it's not fun no more so it kind of can come in those two different ways um especially one that wants to be spooky and loses attention they need to do some exercises on the trail so it's similar to the arena keep his attention with you and do those sorts of things versus just let him go and hope that he doesn't spook at stuff so 
Um, overall, just to begin with, um, you're going to want a horse that has a quiet, nice, easy temperament to start out. There's no sense in, in bringing your green Arabian or your fresh off the track thoroughbred and be like, yeah, let's go trail riding unless they are very, very quiet and they're not the normal type of horse for that breed. But generally, it's probably not a great idea. Um, so overall, if you plan on doing um, just trail riding, you want to do that kind of stuff or just cruise around your neighborhood or just something casual, let, let's make sure that we start off with the right kind of horse. Let's get something that's quiet. Let's get something with experience if possible or something older that's done it you know, a million times, that's going to set you up to give the skills and the confidence that you need to get something else. Lots of people shy away from older horses just because of the numbers and really like they're going to teach you so much when you're a beginner and build that confidence. Really, that's what you need is that confidence building. If you get a younger horse, it's going to destroy your confidence if, if you get the wrong one and they jump and scare you and and then you don't want want to do it anymore or you get stuck with that particular horse um, go with something that's older that's nice and quiet just chill i would get a, a stocky type breed a quarter horse an appaloosa a paint a draft cross um, something like that that's just really easy going not going to give you too much trouble and that's going to be a good starting point because then the horse is predetermined to already have that nice um, personality to where he's just nice and easy doesn't really care that much you're just setting yourself up for success it can be done with the arabian the off the track thoroughbred the the tennessee walker which are very popular trail horses but that's going to be more of a an active trail ride so if you want to be an active trail rider and by active i mean they have a lot of energy um then go for it but if you know like okay like where are my skills at am I a beginner like you should probably just be honest with yourself and see where you want to be and there's no nothing wrong with getting an old horse and just having fun on him than being scared on a young one that makes no sense so once you've got the correct horse for the job then it makes your life easier if you already have one and you kind of want to make him into that let's see you know where is he at now can you ride him safely in the arena on the loose rein and he can hold it together great can he can he do that in in his pasture can he do that in another safe location like another empty pasture or just another like maybe arena or you have a like a field or a dry lot or something where there's no other horses where you can ride around or just around the property and start from there and then build your way up don't call him up like load him up and take him to the um the wildlife preserve or wherever you want to trail ride and be like let's go that would be probably bad um all those like it's it's a this is a process it's you want to take baby steps little steps can you do this can you do that can you do that and move on from there that's the only way you're going to be successful you don't shove your child into the deep end of the pool and be like swim (laughs) you give them like get in the little baby pool let's put some floaties on let's put on a life vest then let's get like can you get the basic idea then a little deeper water okay can we take off the life vest okay can you swim better can you take off the floaties okay great now we can move on to deeper water you don't just shove them in the deep end and hope for the best so if you're not going to do that with your kid um don't do it to your horse so just have a realistic 
outlook on what your horse is like. So starting in the arena, can he walk, trot, canter on a loose rein and not spook and lose his mind in the far corner? Because if he's going to do that in the arena, it's going to be worse outside on the trail. Um, But the concept is the same as far as training um, to become a trail horse. So um, if you can do that stuff in the arena, let's say we're going to start out and just around your property and go for a trail ride. Um, so it was going to be the same thing. Give your horse a loose rein and you're going to, let's go trail ride. So don't steer. Let's see where he wants to go because he's going to tell you where he wants to go. And that's going to affect everything else about your ride. So say you're going to start at the barn and then you're going to make your way to, you know, around the pastures, wherever, around the arena, and then you're going to come back to the barn, which is how most trail rides go. So get on at your barn and then just ask him to go. And he's probably going to go a few feet and then want to come back or he's going to not want to go. Um, or maybe he'll go farther and then like see something scary and want to come back. The, the thing that's really key in the horse training and for everything, not just trail riding, is to give your horse a choice and to, to show him what the correct answer is going to be. So by that, I mean, he needs to make, he needs to be, um, enough, given enough choice where he can make a mistake and then find out that that's not the right answer. And then you show him the correct answer and then he'll always get the correct answer. He'll know where that is. Um, so in the arena, if he's just on a loose rein, you're not asking him to do anything. The wrong answer would be stopping by the gate, stopping in the corner next closest to his arena, to his um, pasture, his stall, his friends. That's the wrong answer. That's where pressure is applied every single time. So they learn not the right answer. The pressure comes off when he leaves that area. He gets to rest away from that area. So there's always good things away from that area. He gets a treat away from that area. And it's very consistent. And he knows that this is the right right answer. So it's going to be the same thing when you're on the trail. So ask him to move off away from his barn or pasture, wherever, where we check up and just see where he wants to go. If he goes right to his field, all right, let's have some fun there. Like, let's just start out with like bumping your legs there. See if he leaves. If that's not quite enough pressure for your horse, he might need to trot there. Can he trot some figure eights? Can he trot some circles? Can he work on his collection? Can he work on his backup? Can he work on his side pass? Whatever it is that you want to work on, let's give that opportunity to work on it there. And don't think of it as like he's being bad. He wants to just go home. Like, let's be realistic. Most of us would love to just stay home and not go to work or just not, you know, we, we would choose other things versus working. So, or just other tasks that you don't like, chores and whatnot, but don't punish him for that. Use it as an opportunity to get the things that you want to work on done in that location. So he goes to his pasture, um, say the gate shut, there's other horses in there. So you work on whatever you want to work on right there. So we're going to just trot some circles, say. So once he starts to kind of like, ah, I don't really, this isn't the most fun thing. And again, you want him to be on this loose rein so he can make a choice and tell you where else he would like to be. So you're trotting on a loose circle, loose rein and on a circle and he starts to kind of drift away. So you want to think, okay, he's drifting away from the gate. Cool. So he's getting ready to leave here. So don't let him drift 
and take off there. Just make a note of it. When he's come back around and he's facing that way, then let him go. Because you don't want to reward the drift like through the shoulder and the body. But you want to make a note, okay, he's ready to leave. And continue on your circle till he's facing that way. Just steer him out of it toward that direction. Then be like, okay, let's see where you'd like to go now. And hopefully he would go off maybe 50 feet down your trail or around your pasture, wherever. He, we'll just say it's he's going down the trail. Say he wants to go 50 feet down the trail. Then he wants to stop. All right? Don't prevent him from stopping because he's telling you valuable information there. He's saying, I'd like to stop here and go the other way. This, this isn't what, you know, he's like, I'd like to go back. That's what that stopping is. I'd like to go back over here to my friends and to my rest. And you're like, okay, well, we're not going to do that. <laughs> so you're going to make the stopping the wrong answer. And you're going to bump on him, ask him to go forward, give him your go forward cue. If he turns, because again, we're not using our reins. If he turns back to his pasture, let him. Don't bump on him. Let him go. You're going to need to wait until he gets to the pasture to start making him work again. There's no sense and use in making him work all the way back to it because he already thinks that's a not a good place to be. I don't want to be 50 feet from my pasture. I want to be in it with my friends. So don't put pressure on him there. The application of pressure needs is going to be very subtle but very important. So let him go all the way back. Then we'll work on our figure eights or our serpentines or whatever we need to work on. We'll do that there. Then again, when he just kind of feel like you feel him leaning away, when he comes straight to that direction again, let him go. Then can he go back to that 50 foot place? It, then they're usually going to go to that place or a little bit further. So maybe he can go 60 feet this time. And then he's like, ah, I don't want to. And he'll turn back. That's fine. We're going to do the same thing. So the turning back and the stopping is going to tell you the same thing. He's going to say, I don't, I don't want to leave. I, I would like to go back the other way. And you're going to repeat that until you can go all the way on your trail ride. But if you get all the way down to the back 40 or wherever you are and your horse is like, okay, no, I'm done and goes back, you need to let him figure it out. You got to let him go back to where he wants to go because then he, you've built up that way. He's learned that whole process. He's not going to be losing it versus where you would force him and steer him. I mean, it's not really forcing, but the pressure is there. You're, you're, you're not letting him leave. So I think a lot of people don't realize how powerful um, steering is with the bridle. And then again, with the halter, just having it there because the horse feels like he can't, he can't make choices. And so then when he gets scared and he like he sees a something pop out of the bush and then hears a scary noise and then you know this other thing happens and then he just can't deal with it anymore that's where you get the he starts to jig on the trail he spooks he jumps he rears he bucks all those things come from that anxiety that he can't deal with anymore he's like I need to go where I feel safe right now that's what he's telling you but if you built it up there and then he leaves when you're halfway through trail ride it's okay if he just decides like if you're not steering he's like i'd like to go back now and you let him go all the way back and then do your work by your um wherever it is that you need to be at then he will move on from there and you can go back out on your trail ride it's just a progression of that um some things to help you are gonna be don't get off um, at the barn or at his pasture, if you can get off away from the barn, like if you're, you want to take a ride out to the backfield, get off there, loosen his girth a bit, walk on back, 
good things happen away from there not because all he thinks is like positive things happen at home which is true that's why we like being at our houses our food's there uh, our families or our friends are there our pets are there our food our all our fun things that we like to do are all there it's the same thing for the horse like he's got hay there he gets fed there his friends are there he feels safe there that's the same thing for us so don't get after him he's oh my gosh he's being so bad he's rearing he's doing this like he just wants to go feel be in the place where he feels safe we got to have a little empathy with him there and then kind of work through that so that's kind of the idea and the the basics for the trail training um I just kind of want to do an overview of it um but all those things as far as the training goes going to be easier um if you have a quiet horse so they're going to be harder and take more time and be more frustrating with a horse with more energy or just a hotter type horse. So just remember that when you go into it, if that's the horse you already have, maybe sell that one, get another horse, um, or, or just be pe- prepared for the amount of time um, and um, rep- like uh, it's going to be repetitive. So you're going to have to do it over and over again. It's going to be maintenance. So just be prepared for that. If that's not something you want, then it's totally okay to get a different horse. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, sell it to a kill pen. I'm not saying that. Sell it to someone else who knows what it is. Maybe um, this horse could be a good show horse. Maybe he could be a good arena horse or a lesson horse or whatever. It could be something else. Maybe he's just not going to be a great trail horse for you. Maybe he'd be a great trail horse for someone else who enjoys running around on the trails and having a great time and those behaviors don't scare that person so don't think that just because he's not working out for you that he won't work out for someone else or he just immediately will go to a bad place I think a lot of people just assume the worst and are like oh no I could never sell him because I don't know where he goes well there's a lot of other people who really care about horses and don't want them in in bad spots so um that's just just something to think about you want to always set yourself up for success and for good things because I want trail riding to be good for you and the horse like we want everybody to succeed here so um and then again you don't want you want that build up but don't get too mad if they go back so depending on how much time you have to spend with them I mean I'm just trying to be um realistic here um And most people um, don't have a lot of time to spend with their horses. They're not professionals. Maybe you ride on the weekends or you get a couple rides and they're in the weekday. But if your horse is one of those ones where he's, he needs some work on it and you can only ride him a couple times a week, it's going to take time. And then it's going to take maintenance from there. So if you're cool with that and you really love this horse and you're cool with the journey with him, then yes, go for it. If you're not, and it's really frustrating, then get something that's old and broke that you can have fun on. So that's kind of just a general idea of trail riding. I think it should be given more credit than it really gets because there's so many different factors that you can't train at home. And that's what show horses and um, arena horses do. They just train at home. And I mean, all those things can be very impressive as well, but Um, taking them out and like kind of giving your safety to this horse um, out on the trail is a big deal so there's just a lot more variable variables that you can't control out there so 
it's just something to think about and then another thing is is if you want to do trail riding kind of remember that you can't always get the spook out of every horse it's it's a a natural reaction so if you were just you know walking around and someone jumps out and scares you you're gonna jump because that's a normal reaction for all mammals when we get scared we jump we're like oh my god what was that and then and then you're fine but you can't get that completely out of a horse a horse is a prey animal we aren't even prey animals when we jump so imagine being in their shoes like they're gonna jump and then then they'll be fine so like I'll have my horse will jump at something maybe there's a loud noise or something jumps out and that's not the end of the world you got to realize that that's completely normal and that's part of riding a horse is they get scared sometimes but I am cool with that because I know that's natural but if they jump out and then they're like oh I'm fine and then they keep walking or doing whatever it was that they're doing the problems are when they get scared, they jump, they spook, and then they lose it from there, and then they run off, or they buck, or whatever. That's where your problem is, but just remember that the occasional jump at actual scary things is not a problem. That's just a normal reaction for horses, and that's going to happen when you trail ride. It just is. Um, if you're just absolutely terrified of that, maybe trail riding's not your thing. <laughs> maybe horseback riding isn't your thing, so just be realistic, and just kind of have a good idea of what that entails I think trail riding is a lot more difficult than most people give it credit for so something to think about all right until next time